0: This is how you play jam maze when people are asleep in the house. When people are awake in the house, bang your drum, fool. What's <laughs> drum up, man? Gristle. What's Bro, up, Corey Castle? How are you some doing? Some of the some of the stuff I, I I think I've even like spoke on this a bunch of times and in the in the history of our friendship and i just talk to you about how psyched i am that you're my friend and i get to like watch you kind of kind of blossom and Aww. i get to watch you kind of like do cool stuff and and i get to i get to like kind of get the inside scoop on stuff i dig that a lot <laughs> well thank you man
1: a lot has happened since the first time I've been on your show to now which is cuz the title of your show is evolving with and I just think it's funny since the first time I've I've come on to what I've been doing now it's it I have done a lot more I just uh uh-huh. and it's cool coming back and getting the share like oh I got to do this or whatever it's just fun it's just it's I like this little platform you got
0: Well I am I'm always going to be here for you <laughs> Always always got time for you uh, so what's up man what's going on <sighs> i i think i think on the record i would like to say i would like to say i hope at no point do you get too too successful and too uh too famous to ever uh respond to my texts
1: That <laughs> yeah, well, well one that'll never happen i mean i would never not respond to you so that would just be rude um and two, I I never know how to respond when people say things like this. So I always get real awkward, and I'm like, I, I just like doing this stuff for fun. Like, I, I it's not, I don't want to be like a big famous person. That, that maybe when I was like 13, that was that was <laughs> like, a, oh, that'd be so cool. But now I'm like, that's like the last thing I want. <laughs> I don't want people to listen to me. <laughs> that's what, <laughs> it was like. I think you have imposter syndrome. I was like. I it's I mean yeah I have been doing this my entire life but I I don't think I'm a person that should be listened to so like <laughs> I'm like people asking for advice and stuff and I'm like
0: I'm in my mom's basement, <laughs> 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 but you got so much you got so much knowledge and so much so much like talent and so much artistic uh, like creativity that. You you're putting it out into the world and people are starting to notice it and and acknowledge your work and you know eventually more and more people are going to start to notice and acknowledge you and once that happens then uh, I hope you're still my friend.
1: Well yeah well you don't have to worry about that.
0: (laughs) We'll we'll always be friends but unless you
1: like do something unbelievably horrible to me but I I, I doubt that would happen.
0: I think mostly like you do get you do get tons of people who say I mean I get it myself. People go, don't forget about me, don't forget about me, and I'm like, I know I'm not going to like I but like I I think the amount of people who forget about people is pretty high. You know what I mean? I I've experienced it where a lot of my friends are uh, on wrestle on TV and they don't know i they they would much rather pretend like they never heard of me
1: yeah i i kind of have that experience with with specifically one person Mm
0: -hmm. i don't want
1: to name any names but uh it's a person that has been in a lot of big things um since i when we were like kids we went to acting school together and um like the movies he was in, one he stayed at my house the day that they filmed it, it was in. A, he's in an M Night Shyamalan movie, um, one of them. Anyway, uh, he got a part in a movie and then moved to Los Angeles, and I never heard from him again. Not from lack of trying on my part. So it, I don't know
0: what happened.
1: Um, I'd love to reconnect. I have nothing bad to say. I just I would love to reconnect with him. I just never heard from him again. So,
0: man. Yeah. So I've guess, been there. I don't know. <laughs> I guess people think they like outgrow people. Like Maybe. I think I think a lot of people always say like, "Oh yeah, I used to be a wrestling fan, but like I outgrew that." I'm like, "Oh, you might have not outgrown that. You might have just uh, let people convince you that it wasn't cool anymore, and you outgrew liking things. Like you outgrew joy because because people <laughs> shamed you."
1: Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I was never ashamed of the stuff that I liked, and I think that was like I was always the, even in like high school and stuff. I was the one that liked the weird stuff, like Evil Dead. Like no one in my high school. Pro, I'm probably the reason my high school knew what that movie was. You know what I mean? Like, uh, at least my class. I, I, um. So, I, I would I used to seek that stuff out, but
0: um. I think I think that some of that kind of goes without saying, like, you don't ever have to explain that to me. And I would just know it like I know that like the 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 amount of like deep cuts (laughs) like you're absolutely
1: cut. But I mean, I guess in 2000, from 2000 to 2004, now we have like Ash versus Evil Dead and that stuff. So people would know about it a little bit more. but, But then it was just. The movies and and I think there was this,
0: I I think I think I water. was mainly mainly talking about like California raisins. Oh, those yeah. Like, yeah. there's nobody who's like, oh, I decided to get really fascinated with California raisins at 30. Let me let me well, post about. It.
1: Yeah, well, I never
0: grew out of
1: it. That's the right. that's what I mean, like I always I just always thought they were cool. I love Motown music and Chuck Taylors because of those guys like that. That that was like my introduction to music when I was a kid. So right. I And now now you're a
0: claymation artist.
1: And that had a lot to, a lot to do with it too.
0: Yeah. That's that's the, the 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 way that we tie things all together that way. Like I didn't even think of that. I was just I never thought of like that being like one of the things that was maybe a motivator for you, and I absolutely should have, and I can't believe I didn't. I didn't either though. Uh-huh.
1: Like wow. I didn't. the claymation stuff though. When I started doing that it was a hobby. I didn't, I didn't you know, yeah, on, me, I know, I don't know. I can I know. hear feedback. I don't know what's going on. But um uh, the claymation stuff, I don't know, I didn't like set out, to, I'm going to do that. I just that was literally a hobby and it's the one just- I did that got the most attention. So it was like I guess I'll I guess I'll keep doing this. I, mm-hmm. I like doing it. It's it's fun. It's tedious and a pain in the ass, but it, it is I enjoy it but I never thought it would be like a professional thing. Right. And now it's becoming one and it's like overwhelming, but awesome at the same time.
0: <laughs> right. So
1: can I do this? Do, like people keep asking me to do things and I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, can I, I'm like, yeah, I could do it. I can do it. <laughs> it, it. It would,
0: it all, it all just has like your signature on it somehow. Like it feels like, when you're watching uh like a uh, claymation animation um, that you release, it's like, oh, that looks like like Joe looks,
1: it's, got my, it's yeah. I mean, I understand exactly what you're saying, and that's pretty awesome. Like the because like if I if I look at a Will Vinton, he's the guy that made California Raisins. Like if I see a claymation that he did, I know it was him. I could tell which ones did the Wallace and Gromit type stuff. Like I, each one has their own little distinct look to them. And it's cool that you said this. That also wasn't intentional, but it just kind of became like, well,
0: your soul, your souls in those, in those creations. No. And, uh, that's, that's pretty, it's, it's a pretty apparent dude. And it's, uh, it's going to continue. It's going to continue being something that, that brings joy into people's lives. And I, I really acknowledge that. And, uh, in this in this forum would like to tell you keep it up man keep doing it
1: Um, i got um i guess it was two weeks ago today uh two weeks ago um i got an email from kevin smith's assistant asking if i would do the official intro for his wake and bake blog on his that kevin smith club Mm -hmm. are you okay my dog is like hacking up over here are you okay come here are you okay, Bobby? Here comes my doggy, Bubby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she just Boo like, got up. Ah! <laughs> like, Are you okay?
1: okay? Oh, man. That's,
0: that's a pretty dog. Oh, it's Zoe. Lab? You're on uh, the internet. <laughs> Joey okay. and Zoe.
1: Yeah, I didn't name her. My sister did, which is weird. Cause it's not her dog, so I don't know how that happened. But um, <laughs> I was going to name her Ripley because I like the movie, Ain't Lee? Yes, I do. Wow.
0: Oh.
1: and I, I thought, thought that was a cooler name. I Wait, thought what? it was
0: something about you were going to name her that because you didn't believe her. You didn't believe that she came into your life. Oh, just, oh like we not. I get, <laughs>
1: I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay, sit down. Sit down. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. You can lay with me. Sit. Sit.
1: Right. She's gonna be licking my
0: face through this whole thing and probably, but that's fine. That's fine. I'm good. Good, Good. Okay. <laughs> Good girl. All right. So, do do we uh do we do we find ourselves writing things?
1: Um. Oh, I was telling you a story about before the dog oh, started.
0: Oh, Okay. Oh, before, okay. Yeah, writing stuff,
1: yeah. not specifically. Um. But the Kevin Smith thing, I I got an I got an email from his assistant asking if I would do the intro for his Wake and Bake show, and I was like, "Yeah, of course!" Like, what what am I going to say no? So, uh, I did it. It took me a day and a half, um, and now it's now it's their official intro for the show. Um, It's only on the that Kevin Smith club, so you have to be a member to watch those videos. Mm. but it's still crazy like he gave me this amazing shout he was like kids did you like the new opening the new claymation opening by Joe Griffo it's pretty nice right and I'm just sitting here like watching this right here <laughs> right in this exact spot uh, he's, and then he's like I, I love seeing people's work come to fruit." and I'm just like tearing up like is Kevin talking about me <laughs> that's,
0: that's crazy when you, when you sent me when you sent me the, uh, the, I guess, screen screen capture of him giving that shout out. Yeah, I, I just, I was, real quick. I was, uh, I, goosebumps, goosebumps, dude. Like there's, there's something really cool about somebody being recognized and appreciated for their craft.
1: It's like, cra- I mean, just, I've been a fan since I was a little, like, since I was 13, was the first time I saw anything giant son bob related and I've never I've been a fan ever since and the fact that like I I mean all he could have said to me was dude cool and that would have been mm-hmm. it you know if I, instead he was like I want to hire you come on man I'm trying to employ you mother. so like I'm like dude and now it's a, a year and some change later and mm-hmm. I'm I I I've talked to him a bunch since that first time we met um I've done A bunch of animations for him and you know i i can't say much but like i never thought like i emailed him an idea and um instead of getting like a fuck off like just like i gotta i'm very interested what do you need from me so like we might be we're going to talk more about it this coming year so hopefully i'll have something else for the next time I come on
0: yeah of course
1: but i'm just saying like i can't believe this is happening we're we're like having Mm -hmm. this kind of dial hug and i'm Mm -hmm. like it's the most surreal thing that's ever happened to me just because i'm such a huge fan they say don't meet your heroes but like if your hero or 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 if you love kevin smith he is someone that don't be afraid to meet because the dude's amazing i literally haven't heard a bad story about the guy but um he's been very great to me personally. So, and I don't, and and he had no reason to be like, I don't know him. I was like, I don't, I'm a fan.
0: Right. So it's awesome, man. It's so cool. I mean, I, I just, uh, I, I have like my, my dream, my dream people who I'd like to work with. And like, he's for sure on there uh, for me. So the fact that like, I'm getting to watch like, one of one of my friends who who like you and I vibe on so many levels and like bite into the same like buddy comedy fandom <laughs> like well, that's like that's like our that's like our uh, our our genre, our niche kind of like buddy buddy comedies like that's yeah. M- that's something I think that if the movie has two names in it i'll mm-hmm. probably watch it <laughs> right, right exactly
1: <laughs> Bill and Ted. jay and silent bob well wayne's world's different but still there's two right. of them tommy there. boy tommy boy the-
0: yeah lethal
1: yeah. weapon <laughs> <laughs> that's why i love die hard with a vengeance mm-hmm. that, i think that was originally supposed to be a lethal weapon movie um and then they changed it made it a die hard movie but I digress. Let's not get off.
0: Just, dude, you, you have so many, you have so many uh, digressions in like, you can, you can go, Hey, fun fact about this. And then name an actual fun fact that like <laughs> not a lot of people would even know. Or like, I think sometimes when you go, Oh, well, this is the guy, this is when you showed the West Craven, the, the West. Oh, Craven that TikTok movie, video. TikTok, yeah. And, all the- All the Easter eggs in the movie, like that's something
1: I thought was common knowledge, right? I didn't put that on. I so I I, for those who may not know, I started doing TikTok videos like about I don't know a couple months ago, and I've I've got I've got a pretty big following on there all of a sudden. I don't know why because I've been posting the same exact type of stuff across every platform since they came out—Twitter, Instagram, all of them—and I've never gotten the kind of attention that TikTok has provided for me, which is bizarre. But I did a video about that, about all the connections in that uh, Wes Craven with Sam Raimi and Wes Craven.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, like some of the comments, well, a lot of the comments are like, really cool, I had no idea, right? And then mm-hmm. some of the comments are like, great job, Sherlock, knew about this 20 years ago. Right. And in my head, I'm like, well, one, <laughs> I didn't say anywhere in this video that I'm the one that discovered this. And even ah. in the comments, I keep posting articles that say you can read more about it here, you can do like uh and uh, so yeah, I never said that I was the one that found all of those things right and um half the people on that app weren't alive twenty years ago. so right. how would they know about it? you know what I mean it's it's not like like I posted about Meet the Feebles Peter Jackson's second movie, which is if anyone doesn't know about it, it's it's like the Muppets on crack or acid or something like it's just a on movie. Job bunch of puppets uh and a lot of messed up stuff happens it's like the original happy time murders right i posted about that movie and like so many comments were like i never knew this existed because i said oh the guy that directed lord of the rings made this movie like which is why that's interesting because the guy made bad taste which is a really low budget disgusting alien movie he made meet the feebles which is like muppets on crack he made brain dead dead alive in the united states which is like the goriest one of the goriest movies ever made
0: also creatures. also muppets on muppet rat yeah <laughs> right
1: and then so, you know, the, the rat monkey the sumatran right. rat monkey yes and then uh heavenly creatures which is like a crime thriller i think i've never actually seen it and i'm planning on watching it uh, in the next day or so but um And then Frighteners, which is like one of my favorite movies. So he did all these weird, like, with the exception of Heavenly Creatures, because I haven't seen it. All the other ones are weird, weird movies, and they gave him Lord of the Rings, and it (laughs) blows my mind because it's (laughs) like, because if you watch Meet the Feebles or Bad Taste, like, I don't think like, hey, I want to give this guy our multi-billion-dollar franchise. three hour long movies (laughs) about this (laughs) beloved book franchise based on these guys, earlier films. And, and I, you know, I love his earlier movies and I'm not even the biggest uh, Lord of the Rings fan. I just find that fascinating. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, how did he get that job? (laughs) (laughs) It is like, I love him for it. It's amazing. And it just gives you that hope. That's another thing that I always say, like, Look at that guy's early work. I mean, you know, it's great, but it is a, it's all it is very low budget. Geez. It is that niche that like niche, uh, <laughs> oh, whatever. Classics. Those are not uh-huh. people like me and you like that stuff. Not right. right. So to give him the Lord of the Rings franchise, is, it blows my mind. It blew my mind.
0: You know, let me, let me, let me just say another example. I think, uh, it goes right in that and you're like, oh man, I didn't know this guy got all this cool stuff. John Favreau, dude. Like, yeah. like he was just he was like uh the just guy favorite movies. He's he's just the guy who was like Vince Vaughn's sort of accessory. And then it turns out Vince Vaughn was just that guy's accessory. Yeah, well
1: like swingers was another movie that like mm-hmm. I loved. I guess because they were actors and stuff. When I saw for the first time, I was in, uh, I was in college. But they were like just trying. He even had my car. I had a '97 Chevy Cavalier. He had the same car I had in that movie. So it's like I really related to that, despite the title. The title is the only thing about that movie that I hate because every time I tell anyone about it, I have to immediately say it's not about people switching sex partners or anything like that. <laughs> it is about- not about key parties. Not about that. It's all. I guess it's called swingers because they like the swing club music, like swing music, like, like cherry pop and daddies stuff like, like that,
0: like mighty mighty bostons.
1: Yeah. Well, now that was. I guess it's more ska, right? I don't know. I don't know. I, I I don't know what I. But they that swingers has nothing to do with the sex act of swinging in that movie at, at all. So it, every time I tell anyone about it i have to say that if they've never heard of it i'm just like
0: (gasps) i don't think i don't think i've ever actually seen the movie really yeah but i remember they did like a they did like a reenactment of a scene for a wild west comedy tour movie did you watch that that documentary
1: no but I, i bet i could guess the scene they picked was it the phone call where he keeps calling the girl over and over again
0: I don't, so. I, no. I don't think so.
1: That was like the famous. See, they parodied that in, in uh, commercials and stuff. He like, got a girl's number and then called her immediately. And then the machine cuts off. So he calls back to leave the number again. And it cuts off again. And he just keeps calling back. And it just gets progressively more awkward. <laughs> You're just like, Ooh.
0: it's my but, favorite. Scene the movie. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I think that it was like they recreated the scene with Justin Long. Hmm. And I think that that's also like that guy's career is like something that I feel like you could be that exact thing. Like that could be your career.
1: Who, Justin Long? Yeah, I do love Justin Long. I mean, that would be.
0: It, it feels be like <laughs> you you'd be competition for him if you guys went in at the same time. I don't know. I mean, he's you know he's been in there a couple long a couple years longer than you.
1: I think he would get the part every time
0: i'm just <laughs> <laughs> that dude's amazing but like when it, when you did say the thing about like you haven't put anything different you any it's all the same kind of stuff when you were talking about your yeah, tiktoks yeah. i was like but it comes from like you're you're like psyched you're you're really you're, you, you it's that that energy it's kind of like i could it's see. Do, yeah i could see you being like hi i'm a mac and you doing the Mac commercials. Oh, my
1: God. I remember. <laughs> I forgot Justin Long was even in those commercials. I forgot about them. <laughs> you,
0: know, you got to do a TikTok about it, where it's you being Justin Long. I'm a Mac. and I'm a do PC. A, Like, do a duet about, like, you could do duets on, on uh, TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. Make that a viral thing. I'm a Mac and I'm a PC. And be like, I'm an iPhone. <laughs> I'm an Android. Excuse me. Oh, Going to be a smash hit, dude. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, <laughs> I do have my my cartoons coming out soon.
0: Yeah, yeah. I saw him posting about it, but uh, I, dude, you're. I've been saying you have a, like a cartoon voice, uh, since I met you. Well, thank
1: you, sir. This is the voice in the show. Um, uh, I'm Reed. I play the old man that that runs the brewery. But anyway, um, yeah, that comes out, I think, March in a couple weeks. It might even be next week. I think in two weeks. Um,
0: Is it going to be a, like a digital release? Is it-
1: It's going to be a Facebook watch thing. Uh-huh. But the, uh, the whole season will be available immediately. You can watch the whole thing. Um, well, what's crazy about that? Is we, we shot it. Well, I mean we shot it. It's a cartoon. We recorded the voices and and you know, it's been finished for a while now. And we submitted it to a couple film festivals and we won two of them. And I think we have a third coming up. Um we won like best short film and best animated something. I can't remember. One was the Portland Comedy Film Festival, one was the Oregon Film Festival. It's on the poster, the little thingies. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway so we started doing that stuff and um we got a producer named chris meyer who if you google him it's k-r-i-s-m-e-y-e-r and um that dude's credentials like i cannot believe my name is on the same thing as him he he produced super troopers 2 the do-over with adam sandler and david spade uh that was awesome i
0: liked that movie
1: three stooges me myself and irene all the farley brothers movies after dumb and dumber but he did work on dumb and dumber as well me, um, me myself
0: and irene is such a sleeper <laughs> people never talk about it it's all the time this dude
1: thought our show was really funny and you know he's taken in some places so we're gonna see what happens with it but um I just can't believe it. Like, I'm just like, like if you go to his, IMDb, it's like, it's like the do over super troopers, um, to a fever pitch, shallow, Hell. he produced all those movies. And then brew crew, it's wow. literally, and I'm like, <laughs> that is the weirdest thing to see. Cause I'm like, I'm a like me and him are the producers of this show. That's amazing. That's <laughs> how so I'm like, that's, it that doesn't, I still haven't met him in person either. That's the other craziest thing. I did, you,
0: did you record it? Like, did you record it at a studio? Did you go to a studio? Yeah, um, We went to Los
1: Angeles to do the, uh, it wasn't like a big fancy studio. A friend of ours has his own, you know, sound booth and all that other stuff. So we went over to his place and, um, well, I a friend of mine, not a friend of mine. He's, I guess he'd, now he would be a friend of mine, but at the time it was my, the writer's Zach's friend.
0: Um, okay. <laughs> we're studio. not. Friend. Hey, listen here, Pat. We're not Frank's friends, man. We're not oh, friends.
1: We're not. No, we're fine, Josh. It was Josh's stuff. He's a really cool guy. I just I, I didn't know him at the time that we did it. uh <laughs> now, now I do. I'm just saying. I, at the time, I did not know him. Yeah. Uh, well, but Zach's friend who had the, the studio. So that's
0: it. It amazes me the kind of like connections, like the the like a little bit of this can mix in with this. And this person can meet this person. I think I've talked to you about this before, but um, the fact that like you, you are connected with somebody who's got all those movies that he's produced. And you went and you went to LA and you recorded that. stuff. Those are all like kind of like major life accomplishments for, for ev- anybody. But yeah. you're, you're just like, all right, I got a whole bunch of other things I still want to do. Like I'm, I, I think that I identify with that so much because I feel that way too. When like, yeah. I, I don't like live inside of the content of my accomplishments.
1: Right. I mean, well, it's not even that it's like, we did it so long ago that I'm, it's, it hasn't come out yet. So not, not many people have seen it. I mean, like a handful of people at the festivals have seen it and stuff, but like, that's it. So I, you know, and we've only did, it's only the one thing. So like, I, I, I want to do it more. I'd love to do more, but I recorded all of my stuff in 15 minutes. So it's like, it's not the same as doing a movie where you're on set for, even if you're only in the thing for five minutes, you could, you'll, you'll still, you'll, you'll feel like you're part of it. Cause you've been there the whole time. Yeah, and even right. though I was just even to though be been a part of brew crew, like the show literally would not happen, would have not happened. Had it not been for me, I still feel like it's not the same. As a and I love cartoons. I just not the same. Well, we all recorded the stuff together. Like we were all in the same room and all stayed, um, not in the same booth, but we were all reading the lines, um, the mm-hmm. whole cast while we did that. I know most cartoons don't do that, and if we were to go forward in the future, we probably wouldn't be able to do that with everyone's schedules and stuff. So it's not the same as doing a movie where
0: whatever that would be, it would be the the um what the sophomore effort, you know? Like, yeah, it, it's uh, it's gonna definitely be different if it if it gets some legs under it, uh, dude. Also- it sounds so fun. Like I, I love that kind of stuff. Like like watching watching Mrs. Doubtfire made me want to be like a uh, th- new voices cartoon. <laughs> Piss off,
1: Lou. The beginning <laughs> of that movie. I mean, that's a terrible impression, but that was the beginning of that movie. Right. Right. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, no. The it's weird too because like you know this was completely independently produced, and it just reminds me of like an animation, super crude and stuff. Not that it looks bad, but I mean it's crude. It's really uh mm-hmm. you know it low budget. Have,
0: it doesn't it, have it doesn't uh, have a, a, a gigantic studio budget. It's
1: not crisp or clean, but it reminds right. me, for some reason. Like Chris Meyer lo- loved it, and the people at these film festivals are loving it, and I'm like I don't. It's bizarre because like, like I said, it looks not like shit, but you know what I mean? Like, it reminds me of early Beavis of Butthead or the original South Park Spirit of Christmas shorts or like just that crude animation where it's not polished. It's just, and this is what like our show is kind of like that, but with like flash animation, but, um, I don't know, it struck a chord with some people. They they like it. And now I hope we get to do more in the future. That would be that would be amazing. And not that, that would be like the best A voice voice work for something like that would be like a dream job. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I said, I recorded all my stuff in 15 minutes.
0: <laughs> so it's like a big, a big trip. Part a show. It. <laughs> like, it's
1: it's <laughs> it's funny too, because I did it, I did it all, and Zach directing was just like
0: that was perfect.
1: I was the only one in the booth for that short of amount of time. I'm not, I'm not. I, I said, "Well, that's how a professional gets it done."
0: Dude, don't <laughs> mean to brag or anything, but listen, yeah, dude, brag I, I did my
1: part really quick. Uh, <laughs> Jake was in the booth for like six hours. We're <laughs> sorry, Jake. Yeah, I doubt you'll watch this, buddy, but. He really was in the booth for a really long time, but he killed it. He had way more to do than I did. So it's not like.
0: (laughs) We won't hold it against him that he's not as good as you, Joe.
1: No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying at all. He had way more to do than I did. Believe me, He's (laughs) kidding. He's the big boys of the show. I'm just being a dick. (laughs) So So is that. We got a behind the scenes coming out where he kind of rips on me. so. So we brought in this kid from Philadelphia. And, uh. Jake's cool, man. He's a uh, he does a lot of voiceover work, but like
0: oh, I, you you were, I think voiceover? we're gonna start talking about. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna complete the whatever his ripping on you was. We brought in this guy from Philadelphia, and then you jumped right in to like talking about all the cool uh, stuff. Well,
1: he's we there brought in go. this guy from Philadelphia, and uh, we we're all like, "Who's this kid?" You know, and then he then he was like really talented. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just <laughs> that's how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh but you've heard his voice before. He's um just in random things. Like he he's like a voiceover uh for trailers. You'll hear his voice. He, he did some for for certain trailers for I can't think of any specific examples at the moment. But I know he was in Deadpool 2. You could hear his voice in Deadpool 2. The guy talking to the camera when he got shot in the head in like the beginning of the movie. That was Jake's voice. So he does voice over work for, um, I think that's who he was. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, I apologize, but I know it's someone in Deadpool Two, a henchman that you don't see their mouth with a mask on. He voiced over that person, um,
0: various voices.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's been in the business for a really long time. Um, there's a movie that just came out called VH. Yes. Uh, I think it's on prime. He's in that, he's the father in that movie.
0: Um, That sounds like a, that sounds like a total you watch.
1: Oh, VHS is a really cool premise. It's like this kid had a, uh, the whole movie's on a VHS tape. And this kid taped over his parents' wedding. So Mm -hmm. it's like starts with the wedding and then it fuzzes into like the dad saying, you're not, what tape are you using or something like that. And it just, Mm -hmm. then it cuts to like commercials. It's a cool movie. The premise, I mean, it it's like uh VHS, but not a horror movie. This <laughs> uh, that's
0: that's awesome, it sounds great. I'll watch it. VHS, you said it's gone,
1: yeah. VHS, yes. I think it's on Prime, I'm pretty sure, right? Uh, I don't know, it's just cool. like I got to meet all these people doing the show,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was just, just fun. Um, yeah, I would love to continue to do that are you where is she at She's-
0: <laughs> so I got this new thing that I've been doing um, yeah I normally say it in the beginning before we get before we get rolling but like I, I, I'm gonna just throw it in there um, All right. I started doing this thing where uh if you if you've got to get up and go to the bathroom at any point during the show then mm-hmm. I'll I'll stay here and I'm going to uh, look up the lyrics to any like 90s pop song and just either read the lyrics off or sing them or something. Uh, and the other the other way around. So if I if I get up to use the bathroom, then you sure. inst- instead of cutting stuff, because I don't really cut stuff very much. That's not really my I'm not a good editor. So well, instead are of you, so stuff, you telling me you have to pee. Yeah, <laughs> pretty okay. much. I'll cut i right. cut that part out though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <This is> still- <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, you go to the bathroom. I'll I'll stay and talk to everybody. See, Corey's now going to go to the bathroom. So now that we are alone, yes, I'm just hanging out. I don't even know what song to look up. He wanted me to look up a song, but I mean, I would just immediately think of Blink One Eighty Two stuff, and then I don't want to hurt your eardrums with me trying to sing like Tom DeLong or even Mark Hoppus or. uh I guess now Matt Skiba. Although I probably wouldn't have picked a New Blink song. Although I like New Blink. I got nothing against New Blink. There's a... What is this? That is Michelangelo. Very cool. Very cool. I don't know who that was, but that was awesome. It might have been Corey. Could have been... Could have been anybody. We don't know. But back to Blink-182. I think it's weird because like now I've been on TikTok like looking at Blink stuff. Now there's, like, a whole sub-community of Blink-182 fans. and They're, like, the classic rock now, apparently, to these kids, which blows my mind. And I love them. Like, I do. Uh, but they're... It's weird, because they're, like, terrible live. I've seen them live so many times, and they really are, like, not a good band live. I haven't seen them with Matt Scuba. But, uh... I was just talking about Blink-182 and how... They might be better with Matt Skiba, but I prefer Tom DeLonge. Um, classic, you know. I, uh, I was even, you are going to sing
0: a, a blink when Was that all leading up to you? Well, I was like, I was going to sing a
1: blink song, and then I just went on this tangent about blink one eighty two while you were in the bathroom. And then, huh. uh, I don't know, who put the Michelangelo head in front of the...
0: uh that was my roommate. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I was
1: like, I just saw the Michelangelo. He'd he be
0: doing that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <doing> <laughs>
1: Uh yeah. sorry for my blink. I was just saying how like the kids on TikTok, Blink one eighty two is like classic rock now. Mm-hmm. They they they're still very popular. But mm-hmm. like of all the bands I mean I guess I'm happy about it. I, they're they are my fa- them and green, they're like my favorite bands, but I I do you at know least what? relevant, I guess. Do you Continue. know what,
0: do you know what <laughs> Blink one eighty two and TikTok have in common? What? All the small things. That's my least favorite
1: song. <laughs> that Not, favorite. Don't even soak up the joke. Don't I guess okay, that song is it's the like even on that album, it's like the worst song on the album, and it was like their most popular. And it blows my mind. I guess because of the music video. I guess that had a hell of a lot to do with it. Was the yeah, but the, even
0: there, the Backstreet Boys spoof and
1: I, yeah but the w- music video for what's my age again I thought was way funnier than the music video for all the small things so like I don't know it's a better what what's my age again was a better song and video than all in my opinion but like I don't know how all the small things was their breakout explosive hit when what's my age again was the first single dump weed's a better song aliens exist is it better going away to, going away to college is a better song. The party song is a better song. All of those would have in my opinion would have been a way better single than that. That would be the that's the one I skip every time if I'm listening to that album. Uh sorry. I went no, on a uh,
0: No, don't 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 be apologetic. Like honestly, your your fandom to stuff, your passion for stuff is something you should never ever apologize for. Well, because- I, I-
1: like I'm, I'm shitting on things and i don't like to shit on things i'm just mm-hmm. like i hate the people that are always like i mean movies you should never watch and things like that and i'm like i'm sure there are people that love all the small things as a song and i'm now i feel like an asshole because i'm here saying it's their worst song and like i don't
0: right but shit. as somebody who as somebody who is a gigantic fan of that band it's you're fun. entitled to have in that opinion
1: yeah I, I i mean i really have but also, it's not like a gatekeeper thing. Like, I'm not like, I've been a fan since Dude Ranch came out. And, and, and none
0: of you can be Dol- as much of a fan as me.
1: Right. Like, I've been a fan yeah. since forever. So, like, I know more than you. And I hate Before that shit. It was two. If that was the case, then I wouldn't be a Kevin Smith fan. Because yeah. I saw Dogma first. You know what I mean? Like, right. I was still 13 when I saw it. And it was the fourth one. But that was what got me. And I went back and watched all the other stuff. But, like, I, if anyone gets into something, because of whatever, like I think that's awesome. I don't, no matter when it happened. I but I don't understand. It's just a to me, all the small things is such a boring song compared to every other song on that album. That I'm just like,
0: any song that says on on and on and on and on on on, 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 on
1: popular. It,
0: it, it's something somebody it's people could say it along with them they can sing it along and on and on and on and on and on and, on. and it's just uh it's hypnotic i
1: guess it's uh they have other songs that are more catchy that were nowhere near as popular that are i, I don't know um whatever i mean you know they're no, I,
0: I, I found. Uh, I'm
1: still discussing them, so I guess they're still relevant. Yeah,
0: uh, uh, I, I found, I found Kevin Smith at in Mallrats. That was really? my first, my first Kevin Smith movie was Mallrats, and uh, I didn't. I think I like. I don't know. I went a while before I saw the first Clerks, because was like, that's when I saw. But it was
1: before Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back came out, so it was like. I watched them all within like a week. I didn't know they existed. I dogma, I just saw, because I like Chris Rock. I thought, like, I saw he was in the movie, and I was like, oh, I love Chris Rock. I think he's funny. And then I watched the movie, and Jay, like, I was like, who the hell are these guys? They just stole the movie. Like, I just thought they were so funny. And then when I was in the video store, completely unrelated, like, I wasn't looking for it. Like, I just saw the cover of Mallrats and saw they were on the cover of Mallrats, and I was like, holy shit, those are the guys from Dogma. And uh-huh. then I looked back and it said Jay and Silent Bob, and I was like, they're the same characters from Dogma? I gotta rent this movie. And then, you know, at the end of Marats, it says they'll return in Chasing Amy through the right. credits. I rented that. And then the video store clerk told me about clerks. Because that was the order of... Right. But... I'm If I saw clerks first, I don't know if I would have watched the rest of them either. I love clerks. But, like, you know, I was, what, 13? So like, Yeah, I think
0: it was too I, adult. For me.
1: But, the, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's – if you start with something like Dogma and then say, well, these characters started in this movie. And I actually used to teach a summer camp, uh, a, a film studies class at a summer camp. And I introduced the children at the time who are now in their mid-20s. God damn. Uh, <laughs> i introduced them to jay and silent bob through jay and silent bob strike back because i figured that was the best one to start them with like because it's a live action cartoon and it's like the goofiest and they're they Mm -hmm. were these were uh, like teenagers not kids but uh Mm -hmm. um and they were allowed to watch these movies this this was uh (laughs) but anyway i introduced them to this and they I, I know some of them still keep in contact with me. They, they still like it. And they all, I know they all went back and watched all the other ones. So it's just, and then when the new bill and Ted came out, same thing, I introduced them to bill and Ted. And uh, one of my old students was like, uh, can't wait. To see, I, I, I'm so happy that this movie exists. Like, cause I saw it with you for the first time. And like, so it's cool that like, impression. I was able to see that. Yeah.
0: I, I'm spreading the word. Yeah, <laughs> got to uh, got to witness, got to witness, witness for these people, my brothers and sisters. Ar- <laughs> arise to arise your your way of thinking to get around Kevin Smith's writing, Jay and Silent Bob, Bill and Ted. Well, no, I- <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Just, like, the reason I like.
1: It is the other thing. It's not like I'm here saying like Kevin made the best movies in the world. Why I related to him was because I wanted to make movies and he made it seem possible. And I loved his movies because they were flawed. Because they were they 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 had a heart to them. I know they're not all perfect, but I love them anyway for their imperfections because it there's something about doing it on your own knowing that you could, no one could ever see it, or just that it gives you that spark of hope. That uh, Edgar Wright made a movie, um, what before he made Spaced called uh, Dead Wright. It's like, uh, I think it's an hour long, it might be 40 minutes. Um, it stars all of his uh, school friends, and it's like a little, it's a cop movie that he made with his school friends and it's actually a special feature on the Hot Fuzz DVD but um like just knowing he did that same stuff and then like looking at the movies he makes now uh, it gives you that like well they didn't have money and they were using what they had access to what mm-hmm. did i have access to all right um i wanted to keep working no one, you know well the pandemic but even before the pandemic like nothing was happening so i was like well i, I always like stop motion maybe I can make a stop motion thing. And and so I just did it. And then now I'm, I'm continuing to do it, which is weird. I'm just saying,
0: it's just the thing that I don't know. Um, so I, I thought what was really cool. Um, wh- so going into what you were saying, like you were talking about like the in, getting inspired by those films, the, the oh. grit and the, the, like the indie nature. like that that was, I think what inspired me. I, I remember before before podcasts were a thing, I just used to listen to the director's commentary on those the directors <laughs> commentary tracks on the uh, Kevin Smith movies mm-hmm. and that was uh, that was my entertainment. And then hearing that, I'd hear like the insider parts of it and and how doable I felt like it was. I think that's when like me and Rick started, like, doing sketch comedy. We started, like, filming sketches and getting out there and just, like... I mean, like, well, we can't just sit here and talk about how we'd like to do it and not do it. Let's go do it.
1: Yeah. And that's what... That's the thing that he really instilled was do it yourself... And Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi was another one, man. The Evil Dead movie's... Well, Evil Dead, the first one, but within the woods, the sh- the half hour short film that they made to raise money for Evil Dead, like th- those things. I just found out that there's a half hour "What We Do in the Shadows" short film. I did not know that. I just got oh, my wow. hands on a copy of it, and I can't wait to watch it because I love seeing that shit. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: a physical copy of it.
1: I got a digital, but I burned myself a physical copy. Um, it's not maybe. a film anywhere. I don't. Once again, I do not condone. Bootlegs and stuff. However, it is the only way certain things can survive, like Freddy's Nightmares or Beavis Butthead in their com- in the complete series because mm-hmm. with the
0: are... with the original yeah. music videos too.
1: Music videos. There's also a lot of episodes that Mike Judge doesn't want people to see anymore because, well, well they're not very PC. Mm-hmm. I, I actually just I was revisiting them because I got. I have a digital, I have them all on my hard drive and I put on the very second episode and Jesus Christ, uh, I was like, well, I understand completely why Mike judge would not want this to be available. What? I don't even want to say what they do in it. Like I, I, I all right. I will say it's see now, but once again, this isn't mean people. I'm just, this, I always get so nervous when I talk about this type of stuff because then people are like, I oh, Anyway, uh, I
0: I have to really, really quickly announce the, uh, the, the, the thing that, that I've probably told you before, the, the circumstances in being mean or the circumstances in like speaking uh, about something that you care about. Uh, and if you say a thing that might hurt somebody's feelings, uh, I don't think that there's that many people listening. Or no, no, no dude, it's yeah. not even
1: that. It's like, I I love Beavis and Butt and I am not for censoring things because I believe that we should learn from the past and that that was a snapshot into a specific time, and by erasing it, erases mm. the history of everything to make yourself look good.
0: It's a revisionist history.
1: Yeah, I think you should like, and that's why I'm like, I get it. Like, as a creator, I get Mike Judge not wanting people to see that, but also as a creator. As a fan, not as a as a fan, I like to have everything. Mm-hmm. And when you tell me I can't have a part of it, it makes me want to watch it more. And that's where I think that's what I think. This like 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 taking away Song of the South and stuff like that. While I wasn't really a fan or whatever, I'm just saying by taking them away, you just it,
0: like it sweet potato know, pie.
1: You makes people like. Well, why'd they take it away? I want to see that now. What was so bad about it? So it makes people. In a way, it advocates for piracy. Yeah.
0: You're yeah. like, it makes you pine for it more. Like, they draw way. for
1: it. You guys stop it. Stop it. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Come here. Are you all right? These fight, they love each other and then they fight. And then they're like, are you? but he always starts it. He'll go bite her face and then she's like, all right. He goes, and you stop it. Okay.
0: Anyway, uh, so what, what what happened in the episode, episode two of Beavis, oh, Butthead.
1: Beavis Butthead
0: in, a, in us a, a mental picture? It's called. um,
1: Well, it starts with an Asian man on TV with a commercial, very short, standing next to two tall blonde people, I or two blonde women. I think um, that same episode, that same commercial was on King of the Hill. However, uh, that's not. That's not the offensive part. It cuts to Beavis and Butthead literally sniffing glue, like straight up, straight up, like up their nose, which isn't even the offensive part. Right after that, it cuts back to the commercial, and then it cuts to Butthead, who's looking at the Asian man, and then he slants his eyes with his hands and starts talking in a stereotypical Asian accent for the rest of that segment. And uh, my cat just he's wow. just so it was you know it was like watching that through 2021 lens lenses it's like holy shit. like i totally get why because it's not it's not saying anything it's not a commentary on anything it's literally just butthead being an asshole, mm-hmm. being a racist stereotypical asshole like that's that's mm-hmm. that scene so like i get it now in the very beginning it says beavis and butthead are not supposed to be role models and they're not people you're supposed to look up to or anything like that so
0: but it just goes it just it just it's it's gels with the theory of i'ma like anything that has two people's names in the beginning
1: beavis and butthead yeah and and dude I, they announced a new movie yesterday i can't wait they're uh it's gonna be on paramount plus and
0: beavis and butthead do america again
1: I don't know what it's called. It's just They just showed up on a Zoom like this, and they're like, hey, uh, is everybody here? I can't do the voices. <laughs> is Butthead here? And he slaps them. It's going to be cool. <laughs> um. Well, hopefully. I, I the, t- the 2011 BBC Butthead season was probably the best thing. Well, not the movie. The movie's amazing. The movie's...
0: Yeah. It was like <laughs> Demi Moore and Bruce Willis.
1: That movie, um... in my opinion, the best cartoon to movie adaptation ever. I, I that mean, there's not there's not many that like I would, beef's butted to America. I, I would, I, I mean, I liked the Simpsons movie, but it wasn't the best. Like, it, like South Park movie is up there. Mm-hmm. That was really good.
0: Um, that that's, that's a movie that like, that's a movie that like, it's uh, offensive as hell. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, I, yeah, I, well, I mean, like, but it's, it's also... Not, like 2021 tired. lenses wouldn't it's, like that.
1: One's different because you have somebody there defending themselves, whereas the Beavis and Butthead example, no one was defending themselves in that scene or anything to call right. them out on being assholes or anything like that. It was like, it's just them being assholes talking to a TV screen. Whereas, I don't know. It, you know, you get those, but so like, Back to the piracy thing. It's 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 the only way certain things exist anymore. So for example, that uh, what we do in the shadows short film, I don't think it's it's not a special feature on the Blu-ray, and I own the Blu-ray. So like that's another thing. Like I own all the stuff
0: like and the I would buy copies of stuff that you can buy, purchase.
1: My official copies of this stuff too. Like mm-hmm. they're just not available, so I can't. Um I mean I have the all the Beavis of Butthead official releases but they don't have the music videos. They don't have the, um, and some of the sketches like frog baseball, uh, frog baseball is on there, but it's a special feature. It's not even part of the episodes. They're not even shown in like episode order or as they aired on TV or anything like that. They're just the segments. And it's, I would love, a. I, I, I don't, I have a digital, version of Beeves, but i would love a physical copy of the whole thing um and you can order it i don't want to put anybody under the bus because i don't know how legal it is but you can you can google king turd collection and that's people fans have done that they've compiled mm-hmm. their own they did that with freddy's
0: nightmares as well that show dude that I, b- i'm gonna watch that again like i feel like what it's freddy's funny. Nightmares. yes i remember watching it when i was a little kid but i don't remember anything else like really about it.
1: Do you have it? No, it's i don't have. Not available anywhere. That's what i'm saying.
0: Yeah. Would I would
1: like buy it. it's Robert England stars as Freddy Krueger and it never got an official DVD release. It never got anything like that and um, are you going to go? Come on. Cat just jumping by. Um, never got an official DVD release. Never got it's not streaming anywhere. I think you can watch one episode maybe on YouTube, but that's it. There's two episodes that are a special feature on the Blu-ray, but that's it. There were 44 episodes total, so like, they're it's just gone, which is weird because the Friday the Thirteenth show that got an official DVD release and has nothing to do with Jason Voorhees or anything to do with the the movie franchise <laughs> at all.
0: Right. That was- but that's what I'm saying. Like, it, that was a
1: popular show that just does not exist anymore unless you pirate it and
0: that is i don't get it what was the was it was it an episode of uh of freddie's nightmare with when when like somebody was trying to be an actor on something and he like hit her eye he was like oh you want to you want to hear her scream and then like popped his fingers in the the girl's eyes that might have was that in the movie i don't. i remember I, that being I like
1: i remember a girl i think in the fourth one he like inflates her or deflate or sucks the air out of her or something i i can't remember i've seen nightmare on shoot one three and west craven's new nightmare a million times two four five and six i didn't wa- i i don't watch as often so i don't remember what happened in those and freddie's nightmares i've only seen all the way through once i can't remember if there was or not some of those episodes are really boring brad pitt stars in one of them <laughs> seriously like he is the star in that same episode the old lady from wedding singer she's in it uh there are a lot of really famous people that were on that show <laughs> And once again, it just does not exist anymore. And you're just—did you see? In, but in the fringes, you can't. You can't go stream it. You gotta.
0: Yeah, you gotta. You gotta seek it out on the, on the 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 dark web, back alleyways of. uh... Well, dude,
1: it's like that was the one thing about physical media. Well, that. Evil Dead would have not existed if it wasn't for bootlegs. Like it, yeah. it
0: and boondock Saints, same same thing. Like that was just a Blockbuster, like you could only rent it at Blockbuster or something, right?
1: That I don't know. I actually I want my me and my wife are gonna watch that Troy Duffy documentary overnight. Did you ever see that?
0: I don't know. It sounds familiar.
1: It's on Tubi for free. I just looked it up. I saw it years ago and I was telling her about it. Um Apparently Troy Duffy is a complete and total dickhead. Uh and this is from this documentary, but apparently he hired his childhood friends to make a documentary about the making of Boondock Saints. But uh his ego just like he started treating the people making the documentary like total shit and treating everyone like total shit and okay, that I documentary That's why the second one took for fucking ever to come out mm-hmm. and it's not very good. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, not nothing, very, not, it's because he was such a dick. Nobody yeah. wanted to fucking work with that guy anymore. I yeah. watched that movie. It's It'll it, it'll piss you off how much of a dickhead he is. Um, he got like, a yeah. bought the scripts from him. And then like, I think he was working at a bar and bought the bar he was working at and gave it to him. So now this guy who never wrote anything or never did anything was getting... Like all this attention from Hollywood, so he went from like this normal guy to thinking he was like king shit. <laughs> uh, like you had Mark Wahlberg saying things like, I'll suck a dick, I'll suck your dick for a part in this movie. Like it's in this documentary, like the people wanted to be in this movie so bad that his ego just exploded, and then during the making of the film, he just the way he treated everyone. It's just like, I was just like, wow. Uh, and it totally explains why the only thing he ever did was boondock saints until boondock saints Two. Maybe he's nicer now. I don't know. But back in the day, uh, that documentary was not flattering.
0: <laughs> I remember all the, all the, like the online content that they were doing around, the second one and like the whole thing with like voluntary uh, background actors and all that, Mm -hmm. all that stuff uh, while, while it was coming out. But I don't think I ever heard any of the stories of Troy Duffy being a piece of crap.
1: Watch that documentary. It's on Tubi and um, uh, Pluto TV Uh, and they're both free apps. So you don't, you don't need a subscription
0: or anything. I'm going to, I'm going to watch it right now. After we're done talking, no, no, no. I'm just gonna turn it on the TV right there. I'm gonna just have it on in the background.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, that's an interesting documentary for sure. It's it, and I really did like Boondock Saints, I liked the first Mm -hmm. one. Um, but then you find out, like, I love watching behind the scenes stuff, so when I watched that one, I was just like, wow, (laughs) it's like not, it's the total opposite of what you want to see with the behind the scenes stuff because you want to see everybody having a great time, and and then that was just not the case. I think the mm-hmm. actors are fine, but he was just.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I, the the reason we were bringing that up was because i pretty sh- certain that Blockbuster Video had an exclusive on Boondock Saints. Really, and nobody nobody could like own it. It was like you could only rent it from there. At, at least I think that's what I remember hearing because it's like someone lent it to my friend Scott, and then we watched it over Scott's house, and it was like. Oh, this is forbidden. Like it was like a, it was like the ring.
1: Yeah, it's always funny when like, are you guys gonna fight again? The cat's back. This, you see, he keeps. The, he's an instigator. Look at this. He's coming back. She's gonna freak out. All right, that's what I mean.
0: Uh, there's the, Let me just annoy you tomorrow.
1: What's up? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was the question before uh, the
1: cat? I forgot
0: it was something about it was something about bootlegging something about uh, physical copies of things uh yeah, the, we, were, we were talking the about, boondock. Lore about boondock saints it was like a forbidden thing oh uh, that's right um I, when we watched it I remember it being like oh we're not supposed well, to that's
1: why people. I like certain movies are like that's why I don't I, it's if you want to stop piracy make everything available <laughs> in in some way shape or form i'm not i i am more not not everyone is going to do this believe me but i personally if i have the option i want a regular version of it i don't want a bootleg version of it i don't want an illegal yeah. copy of it. like yeah. the tracy ullman shorts for the simpsons like i have i own there's one seasons one through 20 on dvd because that's all they put out on dvd i own all of them and i have a bootleg of the tracy ullman shorts because they never made an official release of it but if they did i'd be the first one there to buy it it's just like it's annoying it's another thing about streaming services that make me really nervous because they could just take anything away at any time and then it is gone and if you think it can't happen the newest show that i can think of the newest examples from 2019 it was a shutter show called critters a new binge based on the show critters and the movie critters that was a series on shutter it was exclusive to shutter it's not there anymore and it's not on anything else and it never got a DVD release so you can't watch it anymore that's what i'm saying this is the thing about streaming services that i'm just like you don't they're like it's on this why do you need the dvds because they could just take away anything whenever they want to so-and-so did something bad so we can't show this show anymore Mm -hmm. so and so did this so we can't have that episode in this show anymore the simpsons michael jackson episode just not there it's not on disney plus Mm -hmm. so the only way you can watch it anymore is either if you have an illegal copy of it or the if you bought the season three dvd Mm -hmm. um there's episodes of 30 rock that are not available on streaming there's episode and, and Once again, as a fan, I want everything and I'll decide if it's offensive or not for me to watch the, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, like, yeah, I get it. Like that Beavis and Butthead thing. I was even uncomfortable watching that episode, but I don't think it should be erased. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's not like,
0: uh, and That's
1: that's that's like, I'm, I had a digital copy of the movie Sausage Party. Uh huh. Like a, a legit one that you redeemed from the Blu-ray, right? Uh-huh. I redeemed it through Vudu. I, a couple weeks later, my friends were over. I went to go watch it. It was gone. And then I went back. I tried to do it again. It said, your code has already been redeemed. And I watched it digitally the first time, and it's not there anymore. Wow. They just took it out of my library. That is – this is this is why physical media is important. Right. that's just why i i'll you know i mean yeah you can download stuff and have it on your hard drive but i have literally like i have two terabytes full of movies on this hard drive but if i drop this
0: on the floor they're all gone (laughs) it's just they they could be like they could release things the way they are and then put a disclaimer before it Uh, like say this hey, was made
1: in, it, Song of the South. This was made in 1947. Disney probably thought they were being progressive at the time, but you judge for yourself like that.
0: Or, like, we're like We're releasing this for people like Joe Griffo.
1: No, I listen. It's not like I'm going to sit down and be like, I want to watch Song of the South today. I'm just saying it's like <laughs> these things existed. You, you just. You're making it look you want everything to look better, but the, the, it was part of your history. these things existed. Stop trying to
0: erase. Right. It. you can how, learn from how did the episode skip from episode 10 to episode 13 so quick <laughs> like, yeah
1: like, what happened what happened to the two episodes what ha- oh somebody there was one line that somebody didn't like so we had to remove the whole episode <laughs> You're right, like, right, right. That's where I'm getting like okay. Because yeah, I'm very much for free speech, but I am I am also like, I don't think you should punch down and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. But I you don't but taking away all the old media. Because it might offend somebody is really like But this was made in. This was the time period that it was made in. This was a snapshot in that in that time period of history, dude, and how fucked up it might have been. Um, I have a
0: story in regards to that um it's not really a story it's just something that eats away at my head and i don't think of how wrong it was but like oh man i i might have contributed to losing a friend uh by quoting something that family guy said like in a in like a facebook post it was like they they did a, a joke that said something like Oh, remember, guns don't kill people; dangerous minorities do. And I and I and I was like, why would they say that? And then, I just was like, I like just quoted it and put it on my Facebook. And somebody's like, "Yo, you're racist." And I was like, I'm oh, right." Like that that was that was like before before being you know woke. And this was the. This couldn't have been that long ago. So, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of like Seth MacFarlane stuff that's probably erased as well.
1: Once again, like a lot of that stuff, I mean, I don't, I can't speak for that specific Family Guy reference because I don't, I don't know that one. But, um, I mean, there are, there is also a big difference between like some things are actual satire and -hmm. I don't think people understand satire anymore. Right. The
0: context of
1: Tropic Thunder or, uh, Like that's the whole social commentary about it. That's what that's why it's in the movie. Um, Mm -hmm. The context is important. There's a you remember Be Kind Rewind. Yeah. With Jack Black. Right. Um, There is like Jack Black wears blackface in that movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, The way they do that scene is he comes out cuz they were going to swede like a movie and he comes out as a black character and Danny Glover's like no 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 and he, and Jack Black's like i don't know what, what why like he doesn't understand why it's like there's ways to do things that poke fun at that like no you know like that mm-hmm. um things like that like there's or or the lethal weapon
0: this episode, is the lethal weapon 5
1: yeah of always sunny in philadelphia where mm-hmm. I mean, all those characters are awful in general. So it's not yeah, like
0: they're they're meant to be hated. Like right. they're meant to be I, assholes.
1: That's the point. I Frank, I would never want to that's the funniest thing. A lot of shows that I love are like shows where I would never want to hang out with those people. Arrest development, even Frasier. Like I love them. Mm-hmm. i I quote them. It's sh- I but I would never want to hang out with them. Always Sunny is another uh I watch it all the time. I love to watch them, but I know that
0: like, dude, I, I quote the nightman cometh all the time. (laughs) Day man. Ah! I always like, I'll come into a room and I'll be like, come one, come all to a beautiful show. It's going to be awesome. And some other stuff. Some other musical stuff. (laughs) Actually, I haven't
1: seen Be Kind Rewind in forever. And I'm actually genuinely curious if they cut that part out of the movie. And it wouldn't surprise me. It really wouldn't surprise me if, like, next time I watched it, that part wasn't in it. I'm like, all right. Um, But yeah, like, that's they. Star Wars is another example of like, I like them the, the way they came out originally and it's very hard to find. I have them now. I have the despecialized editions of the original <laughs> trilogy. But you uh, know how hard it was to get them, dude? <laughs> like, it, me, to the I don't I don't torrent stuff, so I had to find it from someone that I trust and put but like um but if Disney put out the original trilogy unaltered, not the special editions, you know how much money they'd probably make Just from Star Wars fans that have never seen them, like younger people that love anything Star Wars, but like all the older Mm -hmm. people that remember it a certain way and haven't been able to see it that way for twenty years, like, Mm -hmm. and that's that's why it's like, why aren't they available? I I I don't George Lucas doesn't own own the rights anymore, so why wouldn't they want to make more money by putting out the original trilogy? Was that a part of their deal? You're not allowed to do that. Like, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Um, it just it's all that's the entire property, like they own it, like they should absolutely put it out.
1: Right. And and yeah. it doesn't take away from if you want to watch special edition, you have that option. If you want to watch how they aired originally, you should be able to have that option. And I don't
0: it drives me crazy. <laughs> like, it's dude, you know what I'm surprised not. <clears throat> not really surprised but the fact that it doesn't exist on any like streaming or anything but it also it would be offensive probably the clerks cartoon um it wasn't
1: i mean i have it mm -hmm. i have the dvd of it but
0: i could probably quote that like all day (laughs) you're
1: supposed to talk it's only funny if you talk (laughs) stupid
0: <laughs> it's, like, it's only funny <laughs> for- <laughs> it's like oh, why do you guys yeah. have a monkey so we could to- so we could teach to- you that's the good smoke good. Duh.
1: I love that cart that cartoon was like I, I guess family guy was first technically but I always I always felt like the clerk's cartoon came first but they had the same type of humor and I genuinely like the clerk's humor more. But mm-hmm.
0: whatever. I like um, sick. Uh like you think they're cognizant of how bad they got it? Classic Pfeiffer. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah.
1: yeah, but I mean even clerks too would be considered offensive today, right? The 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 whole scene um with Wanda Sykes and Earthquake, that mm-hmm. whole scene.
0: Right.
1: Even though Randall, it's even that's the thing, it's coming out of the the worst person in the movie's mouth and I, I think that's you know what i mean like i i don't know it's like you're listening to the the idiot is saying all this stuff and everyone around him is acting like you know wow what you're saying is horrible it's not like everyone in the room is going wow you're completely right randall that's like right. It's, that's, that's the that's the difference i if everyone in the room is like you are totally right
0: randall well, this so, guy is also the same idiot who confused Anne Frank with. Uh, exactly, exactly. These aren't. <laughs> and that was what, I remember. A
1: person asked Kevin Smith about chasing Amy. And like how it was homophobic or whatever. Um, And Kevin was like, I, my brother's gay. I, his older brother's a gay man. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and I never felt like it was homophobic specifically i have those words coming out of banky ed edward's mouth banky is the the idiot of the movie i he he represents the people that would always say that stuff that's not how i feel about it (laughs) like that's and i think that's another thing that like it's just because that's in the movie doesn't mean the person that wrote it thinks that way that means that like uh, anyway i'm just <laughs> it's just now i'm just angry i'm just like well well
0: <laughs> what what can bring you to the point where you'll you'll be like psyched about about like the cool stuff i mean because that's more important to be psyched about something i mean like i myself like today i just started I started watching The Mandalorian today. Oh and really? Yeah, I didn't I I actually had started watching it and I watched like the first five or six episodes and I was bored out of my mind. I did not like it. And, really? uh, and then I I was talking to my roommate and he was like you should you should go back. He was like it really starts getting good right after right after you stopped watching it. And I was like that Amy Sedaris, like babysitting thing was so boring to me. I felt like I kept like falling asleep trying to watch this show. And then I, don't, I, I got, I think I got up to seven today and I was like, no, all right. I get it. And then my roommate was like, yeah, well you'll, you'll learn who like the, the bad guy is for this episode, like, or for the season soon. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm embracing my nerdism on this, on this and just, uh, leaning into it, but I'm for sure also leaning into WandaVision. And, uh, the, the funny thing is like, as, as they announced that it was coming out, my friend Scott went into this like hour long, like he told me like all the history of like the secret wars and like getting into like the comic book side of it that I don't know anything about. And, and, and I was, I was recording him talking and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to put out a special bonus edition of my podcast at the end of the, at the end of the the conversation, he was like, are you podcasting me right now? (laughs) So I might, I might put it out as a bonus, like a bonus episode. If I had like, if I had like a Patreon or something, I might put it on there, but I don't, I don't have that stuff.
1: One of the visions, cool. See, I was, I, didn't, I wasn't sure. Like the first couple episodes, I, I enjoyed them, but I wasn't like, I was like, all right, where's this going? You know, and then, um, I feel like if they released the first three episodes instead of the first two right away, there would have been less people bitching about stuff because the first two are just straight up. Like, have you watched it all? Yeah okay i didn't want to i'm sorry there's also people watching spoilers for (laughs) uh the first episode if you haven't seen uh or the first three whatever i don't know anyway i really like the show i'm i'm curious to see where it's going um i i you know it's fun it's fun to watch uh i too like the mandalorian i wasn't as big as like i won't ruin anything because i know you're not up to there uh
0: I have to. I have to say, uh, and I say it all the time. And I don't know if you've ever heard me say it. I don't mind spoilers. Like, if somebody tells me, if somebody like gives away something to me, I'm like, okay, I'm still gonna watch it if I like it. Like, I, know. I don't I've, I've
1: been, things for you if you don't. You know what? You're gonna watch it. I don't want to tell you. Oh, I
0: started. <laughs> I, I started wrestling when I was a teenager. Okay, so, uh, so I was have- also. I was also a big wrestling fan. So when I got into the wrestling business and I get into the locker room, there's a piece of paper with all the matches on them. And then there'd be like a, there'd be like a underline under who's going to win. And then there's going to be like a little like description written about what, you know, what they really want to get over in the match. So it's like, like if I want to sit down and watch the show, I already read what it said on the line. So I've been in the spoiler business or like the idea of like accepting that spoilers are just a a part of it because everything is kind of predetermined in that world. So I'm, I'm kind of on the inside and can appreciate good stuff for being good stuff. And I don't have to be surprised when everybody else is surprised.
1: I know, but if people are listening, I don't want to spoil it for those people that don't like
0: nobody's <laughs> listening, nobody, nobody's listening, nobody
1: can You don't know. <laughs> um, well, you would know, I guess you're the one that, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I like WandaVision a lot, Mandalorian. Um, as a kid, like you used to, it's funny because like you, you're a nerd, you like that stuff. Now it's like that's what's popular, it's right. just. It's,
0: it's, it's. I remember I on
1: Instagram, I posted something. They were like, "You have the coolest stuff," and I'm like, "10, 15 years ago, this is. Uh, I'm the biggest nerd. I'm the lamest person." With the,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I dude, it 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 goes in circles. You know, it goes in cycles. It's cyclical. It's like, like tight pants are lame. And then it's like tight pants are cool. And then it's
1: like, again, right? Isn't that the thing? crying laughing emoji is lame now
0: right it's it's just like what once was what once was bad is now good and what's good was once bad and it's just it it winds up coming full circle and uh you just got to be careful that the things that you identify not not I don't want to say identify the things that you that you praise you you gotta like be careful about. You gotta be careful about how you identify because, uh, you they could be wrong just like, uh, Seth MacFarlane in his his racist joke. So it's if you identify too hard with something, like, kind of make sure it's the right thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, like if I was like. Hardcore like Beavis Butthead could do no Wrong and then like I showed someone that Episode and I was just like <laughs> you know what I mean like I Understand as a creator I Totally get why Mike Judge is embarrassed Or wouldn't want someone to see That stuff because I'm sure he's probably a good dude That maybe at the time thought it was funny Or it was socially acceptable and now realizes Wow that's just not fucking cool And mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to see that anymore um, And I respect that I just also feel like Erasing it, it isn't like i get it as like i made a movie called swooped i don't want anyone to see it i think it's sexist i don't like it i've talked publicly about how i don't like it but the movie exists i'm sure people will go out and watch it now that i just said that it'll probably make someone even want to go watch it but like i'm not going to try to erase that it existed i don't like the movie i'm not you know, it, I won't make I've never made any money from it, and if it ever does go anywhere, I won't ever make any money from it because that's how strongly I feel about not liking that movie. But um I can't help if other people like it. You know what I mean? I can't I don't want them to, but I'm like uh, my dog's just snoring up a storm <laughs> like
0: two more things, two more yeah. things, and then I'll and I'll be uh, going send you, send you off with a hot dog and a handshake and right <laughs> off into the sunset. Right? So uh, I'm sure you're familiar with the idea of the audio time travel. I've I've gone through this with you before, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in in 2041, someone stumbles across this, someone stumbles across this recording whether they're watching the video or they're listening to the, the audio uh, and they, they care about you enough. That they want to find out what you're really like at, you know, at the age you are now and in the year 2021, uh, what, what's helping you, what's helping you through? And what's the messages that you could inspire somebody 10 years from now with and You're speaking to that person right now.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Well, I mean, I never, it's similar to what I said last time about like, you know, always encouraging an artist because you never know who could be like their, their next, uh, that artist might wind up being the next, your next favorite person, uh, creator or whatever. But, um, dog's just snoring. Yeah, here, hold up.
0: (laughs) <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't
1: know. I, I just be kind and humble and don't try to if you. All right. A lot of times when creative people, they get competitive. Don't try not to be competitive with other creative people. Work with them, because if you work with them, you'll get a lot farther than trying to compete with them. You can work together and make amazing things instead of being, um, you know, instead of being at odds with each other. I like don't get jealous of other people's success because their success might help you in the future.
0: Right, because someone else is doing well doesn't mean you're doing bad because of it. It's just that they have the job they have. It doesn't mean that that's, that you can't still be what you want to be because they got some success. That that success that they have isn't your success that you aren't getting because they're getting it. Is that, is that the feel of what you're trying to go for there?
1: Yeah. Yes. So, sorry. sorry. It's just, so, <laughs>
0: it's just... So, along the, along the lines of encourage people, like really the, the, the best way, the best way to create what you want is be grateful for what you already have. Right. So, if that's the case, if if you wouldn't want someone go like cheering on your downfall if you were doing well, why would you be doing that to somebody else? Exactly. And that's
1: – I think that's a thing like a lot of people – I mean even myself back in the day. Like you would get jealous when someone else would do something and you'd be like, oh, why didn't that happen to me? You know what I mean? And then like – but when – you stop thinking like that and you start really just focusing on yourself and what you want to do and don't give a shit about what other people are doing or how well they might be doing or whatever. Things work out a little bit better. I mean, I'm once again, I'm still in my mom's basement and all that other stuff. But um, I don't know. In the last year, things have been going pretty well.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I it took I think- a long time to that point so i i think the next time we do this the next time we do this um you'll know, be somewhere else and uh I'm it'll be sure. it'll be from some, some villa oh god I, I, dude, <laughs> I honestly i i think i'm coming to the idea that I, I think i just want to be able to make enough money that like i can live alone like I've never lived alone before and I would like to do so. Like that's just, <laughs> that's just a very random goal, but I think it, it needs to exist for me. I just uh, want to be financially able to not have roommates. Like, understood.
1: Yeah. I live with and- my mom. She's got, she's well, me and my wife live with my mom. Uh, she, <laughs> she's legally blind. So we help her out, but it's also financially good. For mm-hmm. us, <laughs> but it yeah. is a pain. because right. She'll be like, Joey, I can't get the TV on the right channel. Can you help me? Yeah. <laughs> it's a
0: same it every day. We're just... You're such a character, man. I, uh, I I can't I can't tell you how cool it is that that we're friends. I dig it you're 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 a fun cat i love it thank Um, you corey i will (laughs) try to wrap it up the way i always wrap it up where i start to say hypothetically hypothetically i've gifted you this show yes so now this is episode one the pilot episode of your new podcast evolving with joe Mm griffo and in your very jerry springer's final thought type of way you wrap it all up in a pretty bow. And then once once you've given the message of how you can evolve to be a better version of yourself tomorrow as you are today, you can be a better human. Uh, you do your best impression of Alf and say, hey, Willie. I like cats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Corey, I like cats. <laughs> um... <laughs>
0: This is my best Elf impression. Well, it's... <laughs> it's the best one I've ever heard, honestly. <laughs> Listen, I
1: can't... I, I can't do it. Um, no, if I was evolving with Joe Griffin, um, don't be a dick, people. I said it last time, but, you know, I post, like, I, I'll post something. Like, I did, like, a fan edit on my, on my TikTok, and somebody was like, this edit is trash, and... This is also like supposedly like a friend of mine, someone that follows me and I follow them and stuff and and who is also a content creator. This person makes music and I'm just like, you wouldn't want me to go to your page, listen to your song and just go, dude, this song is trash. So Mm -hmm. why would you say that to someone else? You could say, hey, man, I think you should do this. This I didn't really like this edit, things like that.
0: Yeah, make That's, your criticism I mean, constructive.
1: Criticism is different than saying like this is trash. That is not a criticism.
0: That's you're an just opinion,
1: a dickhead. So yeah. like, if especially if you're a creator, don't do that to people. <laughs> like really, <laughs> fucking seriously. I, it, it, because I like especially if you're a creator. I mean, don't do it in general because you know one most of you people don't even know what the how much goes into making even the worst movie. So like I, that's what, like I was just, I was just listening to a podcast with Edgar Wright, where he was talking about how he doesn't like mystery science theater because some of those movies are really good and they don't deserve, you know, now I see that I I love mystery science theater and I see the argument there, but I don't think mystery science theater maliciously is making fun of those movies to the point of like,
0: right. It's just that it's, it's like, it's from a different era and it's, like it's but, their movies that they're spoofing or speaking over is like something that they can make funny because it's right. like movie
1: um, would not have been as funny originally, or even if it was, it's still a different art form in a way. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I get his point and he was like, well, you wouldn't want to make a movie that became a mystery science theater movie. And in my head, I'm like, well, you know what? Ben if you
0: know what that it was,
1: whatever i wouldn't that would actually be pretty cool in my head because i love that show but um but i do understand where he's coming from and like the closer the more you do movie stuff the way less critical you are especially of indie films hollywood films are a different story a lot of the time but indie films especially like you become way less critical of not necessarily story points but like uh you know, uh, technical things for sure. Stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's all I, 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 yeah. But saying things like this is trash is not helping anybody because like, look, I'm, I'm not saying I'm anybody, but like, what if I, what if in two years I made a movie and it became like, the biggest thing ever and then you were a fan of mine when two years ago you just said that everything was shit it's just like but that one comment might discourage somebody from doing that right. for the rest of their life even though it's right. one yeah. anonymous asshole on the internet that might be enough to psych someone out of trying it because yeah. their anxiety is through the roof because they don't know what strangers are going to be saying about them
0: right. and uh influence is a powerful thing And uh, you, if you're gonna, if you're gonna comment on something, uh, if you're, if you're, if you, if you received that same comment, how would you react to it? So uh, a good amount
1: of page would be like, "Yo, man, this song is trash." But like, I didn't do that. But like, Mm -hmm. I wanted to. Right. What I really should have done is went to his page and went, "Wow, this song is amazing." Even if it wasn't. But like, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like. Uh,
0: I don't honestly I don't and uh, not not uh, not bragging or patting myself on the back but I don't get a lot of like bad reviews on stuff or bad comments on stuff but like once I do I don't acknowledge it I just delete it and I'm also the type like if I don't like
1: a movie I tweet a lot about movies I talk a lot about movies if I don't like one I don't talk about it unless someone straight up asks me and even then I'll I won't be mean Like, I will just say that wasn't for me. I wasn't a fan. I won't go into, like, how much I hated it. or Because a lot of times I don't hate movies. I don't hate a lot of movies. I might find some boring. I might not relate to the subject matter or whatever. But I don't... Hate is a very strong word. There's one movie I hate, and I tell my wife all the time, and it's The Greasy Strangler. Because... It's just, I can't, it's just so disgusting to me. But even then, like, I, even then, this is me out of, like, kind of, like, a loving, like, go watch. The, if you want to see the most disgusting movie ever, go go watch The Greasy Strangler. Uh, I just couldn't eat for two days after I watched that movie. It was, uh, but even then, I'm <laughs> like, people like that stuff. If you like that stuff, go watch it. If you right. don't, you're going to hate it. Like, that's that's <laughs> what I mean. I didn't like it, but I know people that would. You might, worry. I don't know. Uh, Probably
0: not. It doesn't sound like something I would like.
1: There's a guy, he's naked through the whole movie. <laughs> he, there's, it's dude, he's a stra- he, he covers himself in grease and then strangles people.
0: Who needs it? It's just so nasty.
1: No, it's just nasty. Like I'm sure people need it. My wife loved it. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm <sure>. She's okay. <laughs> I didn't love it. My I don't know. It's my... <laughs> But, like that's a movie. That's one movie where I'll be like, all right, I I'll, I'll publicly talk about how disgusting it is, but I think that's what they want. I think that's part of the charm of that movie, even though I'm not I won't watch it again. I'll never watch a movie again. Um, but yeah, I, that that's but even then, like even me saying I hate that movie, I'm still telling you like you should watch it if you like that type of stuff because you'll probably really like it. It was just way too disgusting for me. i couldn't I couldn't stomach it.
0: I want to take the opportunity. Uh once again, I don't rem- I don't know if I've done this yet on the show with you w- and in the maybe the five other times you've been on here saying like I you know what I probably said it every single time. I want us to work together. I want us to yeah, create yeah, together. I think so. And and uh <laughs> I feel like it would be so much fun. But you know what? I'll just let you continue to build your build yourself up. I'll build myself up over here and then when our forces combine they they will be what's that?
1: We'll get to the right project. It'll happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I feel like I feel like there's stuff that's got like your soul to it and your heart to it that I think my heart and soul can kind of uh gel with it really well and make it turn into something that people will be proud to watch
1: well thank you i would like to do that and, and uh, yeah i once again, i never had i never know how to respond to these things i'm always like thank you buddy i'm just i'm, just, I'm like, hey, <laughs> well me...
0: i mean if you if you want to if you want to throw compliments back my way i'll accept them all day i will well, accept so many compliments Well, I did love
1: that uh, that short you did, the Batman one. That was really freaking cool. That was awesome. If you guys haven't (laughs) seen it, but I'm sure if you probably if you're listening to this for whatever reason, then you probably have seen it. But it's very good. Um,
0: Well, I, I, I think I operate under the impression that anybody who's listening or watching, evolving with Corey Castle, uh, I figure out. I think in my head that like. Most of the people who are checking it out are maybe hearing it for the first time or maybe watching it for the first time. So um, maybe, maybe, you know, like maybe it's somebody who follows you and just is it, like, oh, true. okay. That's so I, I would always assume that anybody who's checking out the show, it might be their first time they're checking out the show.
1: Okay. Well, if it is your first time, then he made a, uh, I guess it's this side of the, everything's inverted on my screen. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> He made this awesome uh, fan film about Batman, which is, uh, it's really good. And I'm sure you have links to it, so check it out. Yeah. What happened to me?
0: On on my link tree, which is in my Instagram page, Uh, you can absolutely. That's a neat hat that you got there. Oh, there's a Silent Bob's hat. Right, yeah, I know. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, anything I don't already know.
1: Just wearing Silent Bob's hat. Not the one from the actual movie. It's
0: right,
1: right. at the movies, actually.
0: Yeah, man. Um, we we gotta we gotta go to we gotta go to one of the pop ups. It's um.
1: Back I got. I don't know. I don't have insider information, but I know that they are definitely coming to Philadelphia. I don't know exactly when, but I do know they're definitely coming to Philly with the movies pop up So, and I'm supposed to. M- I'm supposed to meet him when he comes here to talk about what we're supposed to talk about. So, um, I hope that happens. And I'm going to knock on wood.
0: Well, it's not going to happen now. Cause you talked it on a podcast. You talked about it on a podcast. God, you, breached, it. you breached the NDA that has yet to be signed.
1: I, know, I didn't, there's no NDA. I didn't sign anything. <laughs> real good. I'm not, Also, didn't say anything. I said, we're <laughs> <I said, laughs> doing something. That's as vague yeah. as I can.
0: I can a call. real breach. A real breach. Although
1: I you do know, I think I did tell you, uh, Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you I, know personally, but I didn't I I could off the air I could tell you, but I didn't tell
0: you here. Um, yeah, dude. Let's uh let's uh get our get our wrap up on. And if you want to if you want to uh say anything else on the record whilst you're on the record, uh feel free right now. I think I'm good. i I talked a lot. I don't
1: know <laughs> what else to say. Um all right, Be good. everybody. Be excellent to each other and party on. Party dude. on, dudes.
0: <laughs> I think uh, I very much want to make sure everybody knows, and and I say it to you all the time, Joe. Like, you need a resource in any way, absolutely call on me. Uh, if this is your first time listening to Evolving with Corey Castle, please go back and listen to the other 226 other episodes, and uh, you know, let me know you exist. Like I always say on on the wrestling podcast. If you like what we're doing, let me know you exist. Comment on the on the video below if you're if you're watching this on Facebook or on on YouTube. Or uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you get new episodes every single time they come up. And uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to get new episodes posted every Monday. Joe Griffo, I love you, man. Love and you too, Corey. I appreciate Take your care. time. I appreciate your effort. I hope that all the best things. You have the life that you deserve. I thank hope you. that you have all the best things.
1: And I hope the same for you as well. And thank you for having me again. And I will be back again, I'm sure.
0: Uh-huh. So. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, everybody. Be fun. Have safe. Keep evolving. Have safe. Have safe.